peace to the family, peace to the family. We are starting something new here. Make sure you get your blue magic gel and your blue magic powder. Never breathe without it. <laughs> Never breathe without the blue magic gel powder. Never ever feed your dog or cat without your blue magic. Mixed it in. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do know I'm excited though. I'm excited for NDR news. This is an offshoot of this is an offshoot of the American Hill of the Podcast. I want to shout out DJ and DA, right? Um, I definitely also want to shout out Millennium TV and Urban Conservative. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, family out there. Technical difficulties obviously abound. <laughs> so that was actually the take, probably take seven or take 10, if you will, uh, that just made it to live. We started yesterday and some we didn't even get to live. We just get into live today and then. We just gonna have us a, a USA moment, right? So this is the melanin diabetes research news um offshoot from American Healer Podcast. Shout out to Millennium TV, shout out to the Urban Conservative, shout out to our producer. The, the 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 international doula Carly Green in the building. Um, shout out to you, family at home. Shout out to our Patreons. Oh my goodness! Shout out to everybody that is a Patreon member. Patreon.com forward slash Doctor Inky. We couldn't do any of this stuff without you guys. Um, definitely remember, join up to our free biochemistry course 
Um, it's a family-driven course. Definitely get into the course. Um, if you have any questions or comments as you're going through the course, email us at melaninversediabetes at gmail.com so we can help you out. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace to the family, peace to the family. We are starting something new here. Make sure you get your blue magic gel and your blue magic powder. Never breathe without it. <laughs> Never breathe without your blue magic jello powder. Never ever feed your dog or cat without your blue magic. Mixed in. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do know I'm excited, though. I'm excited for MDR News. This is an offshoot of... This is an offshoot of the American Healer podcast. I want to shout out DJ and da right um i definitely also want to shout out millennium tv and the urban conservative Okay. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. So we're going to have this conversation today, right? Um, obviously, we are sponsored by the MDR uh, Inc., Melanin Diabetes Research Incorporated. We're going to have our first um, Melanin Diabetes Research News broadcast conversation uh, podcast conversation, if you will. We're going to have our first conversation centered around um, trying to scratch the surface on the conversation of anti-Semitism amongst Blacks, right? Because the, there are so many different nuances and different dynamics to this question. So we definitely want um, people to participate in the comment section under the video. Um, we want you to participate in, um, man, I don't even know so many platforms. I don't even know how the podcast universe works exactly. So it probably would be side or whatever, but, um, definitely drop your feedback, right? Definitely drop your feedback. I streamed it. Right. The live stream, this live stream here. Can we just clip in clip on? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the MDR News. And as you see, we seem to be preceded by an extraneous blooper reel. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, our technical difficulties have. <sighs> we actually were trying to bring you guys this broadcast yesterday because we think this conversation is just that important. We think that we need to have a different perspective. We think that we need to reshape the narrative surrounding um, this anti-Semitic conversation. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to show you guys literally like we just like this is the third time. So share the video if you're able to tap into this live, because I know some of y'all like, listen, we're not chasing this live stream. That's fine. You guys will be able to catch it on the replay. But we do, like I said, we want guys, you know, uh, gals, children uh, of all ages, tap into the convo, like, share, subscribe, become a member, subscriber, support the Patreon.com, Patreon.com forward slash Dr. Inky. Shout out to all of the Patreons. You guys make this possible. We want to definitely remember to thank you guys. 
every time that we're able to uh, create a broadcast um, and you know get these podcasts off the ground where that will be the exclusive center of the visual content um, so I'm sure you guys see Ice Cube, Yay, Charlemagne, Kyrie. So we're gonna have this conversation, you know, in a New York minute. Shout out to in a New York minute. Shout out to my pops, let him rest in greatness. You know, um, that was a saying of my dad's in a New York minute. He said, any minute could be a New York minute, you know. And not till I did the hashtag that I saw, like, oh wow, any minute. Hashtag any minute is the same as hashtag a New York, like a hashtag a, a NY minute, you know. So I was like, oh, this is this is dope to have a little like a little something between me and you know him from beyond. But um, anyway, so definitely remember to have your blue magic now in powder and gel. Great for adults great for children and even better for pets especially if you have large breed dogs that have potential exposure to hip dysplasia <laughs> so but bum right um shout out to millennium tv the urban conservatives uh, shout out to the MDR, Melanin Diabetes Research Inc. Right. Shout out to the patrons from the Patreon channel once again. Um, we're gonna have this conversation. Are is the Jewish, is the quote unquote white Jewish community, right? That's the where the conversation starts. Right. And before we even continue, this is an educational conversation, educational content, um, strictly to create um, education, dialogue, and lead to unity and, and further cultural understanding, right? Hopefully laying the, the framework for some, some progressive conversations that leads to more of a, a diversity kind of, you know, like minds, you know, not, I don't even want to say mindset, just mind opening, maybe or widening, you know, horizon broadening kind of conversations, hopefully we can have. Right. So um, and we'll we'll sharp, you know, microscope conversations and then macroscope conversations, you know, because uh, yay, excuse me, brought up some very interesting points. Ye brought up some very interesting points about um, if one black person is riding in the car and he gets arrested, you know, he gets caught with whatever in the car, everybody in the car goes to jail. And just the whole perspective on if one bad Jewish person does something, they say, oh, no, it's not the Jewish people, it's just the one person. But if one black person does something, and they say everybody that was associated. And on the flip side, if one black person gets a deal, 
he should be able to take his family, his friends, et cetera, et cetera, as a whole. Like if the one person doing bad blames the whole, one person doing good should also blame the whole. If the village gets the blame for, you know, the bad, the village should also get the blame or props for the good, so to speak. So interesting conversations, interesting dialogue, um, culture vultures or caretakers, very def different uh, conversations we'll have here. That is the purpose of melanin diabetes research news so that we can have our conversations without the need to apologize. In fact, we're going to just apologize in advance. We we sorry in advance. We want to apologize to black folks, white folks, red folks, yellow folks, pink folks, purple folks, brown folks, red folks. Um, we want to apologize to straight folks. We want to apologize to other description folks. We want to apologize to the young people. We want to apologize to the old people. We want to apologize, especially primarily to the fat people. If we want to apologize to those people out there who are driving the supermarket cart to get three liter sodas, we definitely want to apologize to you folks, probably most in advance. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just really, absolutely just serious. Okay. So we need to have this conversation. Um, we have yay statements on uh, Drink Champs. And y'all know over here, we affectionately call ourselves the Think Champs, right? So this is the Think Champs over here. But uh, the conversation started over, and, and the, before I go, let me give y'all a, a mental health disclaimer real quick. This is my, my camera. This is my computer. Okay, so, you know, I don't want y'all to think like, you know, cameras over here, computers over there. So when I look down, I'm just looking at the computer. Uh, this way anyway right but so we got yay statements and apparently in the conversation hopefully you've seen the conversation because no matter what side of the conversation you stand on it's a groundbreaking conversation and it's a conversation that you know again genius lives matter this is a conversation that in 10, 20, 50 years, this might be something that we look back on as a defining moment of our culture. This conversation started by, you got to realize what's happening because we're living in this time period. We're not taking the thing serious. Like you're not taking Dr. Inky's discovery serious. You're not taking Kanye serious. Like we actually live in a time period where the richest black man in American history just came on to national TV and called out all of the quote unquote owners of like all of the things that people have said in secret 
And like over the years, the secrets have been getting, you know, the, the whisper grew into like, you know, the, the accurate level whisper where you can't hear grew into the loud whisper where you whispering, but you could, people could really hear what you're saying. That then grew into voices that then grew into Kanye on Front Street, Kanye West, formerly known, the man formerly known as Kanye West. Now just yay, coming out in front of the world saying the things that people said in quiet, whether you whether you was getting information from Dr. York books or, you know, uh, Farad Muhammad or David Icke or, uh, you know, Jordan Maxwell or, you know, uh, the Matrix books or, you know, um, all those sovereign citizen movements or um, just any of those groups, right? The black ones or the white ones, right? Everything is always black and white, if you pay attention. They had the black paperwork folks and the white paperwork folks. It's not a good thing. Maybe we need to reopen those conversations, right? Um, it's a very delicate conversations. People have been in very precarious situations behind making certain decisions. Um, and then it messes up our outlook for the future. And it messes us up from coming together when we get hurt by somebody that we open up to. But so anyway, you know, Ye is now like, boom, he's saying these things, you know, like, you know, this small group of people, they're running. And then he makes it his business to say the names. He's not like saying like, you know, back in the days, it was like, they. You know what I'm saying? You say they, you know, they, you know, they, they're, they're running the, you know, they control the banks, you know, they control. This is a new generation. He doesn't go with they. He's like, so last night I was at Arnold such and such's house and his wife came in and she said, woo, woo, woo. And now his uncle owns this business and his, I mean, and then he goes into, you know, contracts and ownership and blah, blah, blah. And this is related to this and da, 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 da. And goes, I stand with Ice Cube, right? I stand with Ice Cube. That's when it got out of control, when it was like, okay, it's time for us to come here. You know what I'm saying? In a New York minute, it's time for us to come here and have a conversation. You know, we got it's time for our voice to be packaged, you know, to be um, curated in a certain type of way again. Right. The intellectuals got to come out the closet. Right. You know what I'm saying? We 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 back. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to come back and address certain things that the rest of our community is not able to address properly. So we've got to review some of these things in Inky Vision. So now. We got yay. You got to understand the historicity of this. Yay, richest black man in America ever, right? Or possibly since Mansa Musa. Like, this is crazy. Like, so he comes out and he says, the Jewish people, blah, 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 blah. 
Now, I have some serious questions because I have had problems with my dealings in the past with the Jewish community. I'm talking about the white Jewish community and not the problems that you would think. Because when you you hear me say that, immediately you think it's like it's going left. No, I've had problems because some of the black community could not accept that I used to spend time with the white Jewish community. You know what I'm saying? And there was a whole thing about, okay, the Hebrew Israelite, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, okay, well, the books, the information, you know, like the communities are different, right? So back in the days, I want to say I was in my 20s, maybe. We're going to hang in there. We're going to hang in there. Hey, yo, I think we still live. Okay. Okay, so people see me looking a little crazy. So the blooper reel, the blooper reel continues. <laughs> uh, so where was I? Um, so when I say I had problems with the... Um, community i mean that actually they were so loving and inviting like when i was curious earlier about my you know history and you know just growing up 158th street in the bronx having older cousins and uncles that you know whether they got it from book study or the church or the mosque or you know um by any other means, the idea, you know, that black people are the people of the Quran or the Bible or Torah. Um, and you get into these conversations and poverty and pain and loss and, you know, desperation and those things lead you to cling even tighter for something outside of the physical, you know, to, to you know, you, you want to have a, a grander purpose. You want to believe, you want to so I had come to my own realizations very early because I had started my own journey very early. And so that led me to, you know, 125th Street, 
studying with the guys then as well as because me i'm always set with what i'm gonna do you know as a kid i was forced into doing things on my own very early so once i get in my mind set like okay this is what's happening that thing is happening now you can be a part of that thing happening but you can't stop or you know you can't stop that thing from happening that thing's gonna happen so you know once i got my mind to study a certain type of way this is what it is so i go down look for the brothers and the thing that primarily drove me was like i, I would have dreams of hebrew you know what i'm saying like that's a whole nother conversation um but i had dreams so anyway that's what drove me to, to for the so i go down i find the brothers and you know they they didn't know much hebrew in these camps these hebrew camps um i said maybe two three words shalom you know like yes no like hi yes no how you doing like that was it you know but so i was looking for books the books wasn't available there either like not much you know material to read and study on your own so i start finding you know a lot of hebrew um bible study you know torah um material like hard to find stuff like in the broadway so i start going over there i noticed like there's a whole white jewish universe and there was no nothing there i didn't experience no weird vibe like not one time was anybody rude or even one time i i tell you a story because i say this whether you agree that the jewish people are right or wrong because they they say that you know the white jewish people anyway they say that being jewish is not a race it's a people and blah 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 so that's a debate whether you believe that's right or wrong i'm gonna say this they don't I haven't experienced them discriminate based on race, like maybe once or twice, like in a New York train station early in the morning. But that's just New York energy. It, it can't you can't necessarily assume it's racism because, you know, what I'm saying people was ice grilling you from whatever, because that's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But I've never really experienced Jewish people discriminating based on like because you, you know, they respect they think is culture. You know what I'm saying? So they respect obviously people of their own culture, but then people who really have a culture that they really practice at a high level, they respect that, you know, like scholarship. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of it. Now, of course, there's, uh, you know, other perspectives to it. But so that's what I know to be. So one night we had the, uh, the studio, we down in Brooklyn with uh, end of the week the dojo we down near it's a um we need i think we needed some dvds or a, a a drive a disc or something we needed for the recording we couldn't do the recording and so none is like it's a um 
it's a Jewish spot, but I think they close it. Like you could you could check right now, try to check, because if you can't catch them, it's over for the night. Like we can't we can record, but we can't give you uh you can't leave with the you know what I'm saying? Like I forgot what it was that we needed. But so anyway, he like, yo, you could try to catch up the Jewish guys, you know, whoop. Get to the door, it's closed. You know what I'm saying? And we had missed them by like maybe 30 minutes or an hour, you know. But they in there. So I knock on the door. And at the time, I'm into like I'm sharp, you know, with my not sharp, but I can have like a basic little conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I'm knocking. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, this is the moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to figure this thing out. Like it's if you study something, you you gotta have moments where you prove whether you you wasting your time studying or not. You know, like the amber situation, you know what I'm saying? Thank God it turned out the way it turned out. But that was a moment where I was like, yo, I've been studying this for years. Like I need this to, you know what I'm saying? So this was like on a much smaller level, that kind of moment. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, they came to the door and I was like, you know, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I try to describe to him what I needed, but this is all in Hebrew. And so he's like, um, we close, you know, woo, woo, woo. and he closes the door. He goes back and he talks to the other guy. And when I say white Jews, I mean, you know, with the black hat, the whole program, you know what I'm saying? Um, the curly dread, the fake, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole program. Um, and it's like up a little steps, if I remember correctly. So by the time I get like to the bottom, it's like six or eight steps. You know what I'm saying? Like almost like a brownstone kind of vibe. By the time I get to the bottom, he's reopening the door saying, hey, you know, where you learned the language, asking me about my tattoo and blah, 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 blah. Come in. You know what I'm saying? What you need? Blah, 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 blah. Nah, don't worry about nothing. You know, blah, blah, blah. Open up. Then now I'm talking about this is in the middle of the night. And we looking super thuggy, smelling like God knows what. We've been in the studio for hours. You know what I'm saying? Like filling the blanks. You know what I'm saying? Like hoodies, you know, like bubbles. Like we we looking like, like if anybody was guilty of anything that night, we're, we were looking like it is us. <laughs> so I'm trying to paint the most the most grotesquely accurate picture of how the pendulum could have swung either direction if the idea of this racial thing, like the way it's being, you know, if that was the sole case out here, you know what I'm saying? But I spoke to them and they prefer frame of reference and, you know, like it was just, and the same thing like studying over in the, you know, on the Broadway side of Manhattan with the Jewish community over there. Synagogues, doors open, wide open. Hey, come bring your kids, blah, blah, blah. No charge, no donation, just come show up, you know, eat, you know, whatever. We don't have that, you know, we got this, you know, like the book places. Yo, hey, you, you know, hey. Here, clear out this section for yourself and just hang out right here, do what you need to do. Like, ask me any questions you got. Wide open, the people in there, also people aggressively studying different facets of the culture. So you can find people like if you're just into the history, you can find people there that's 
fluent in that or the language people, you know, more or less fluent with that or people that's into the religious aspect, people that are more, de you know, like you can find a much wider range of resources. So in my mind, just getting to the truth, you got to find the truth everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because it's sprinkled everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to be, but I got a lot of resistance when I started having certain types of conversations with folks because they're like, oh, where do you get that from? You know, that sounds like, you know, white science. Like, white science huh? <laughs> it sounds like it's from those white history books like ah oh. so we got we have to grow that's why our voice has to we got to grow because some of us is like no hold on we got to stop all that crazy talk you know and we got to listen to yay and be able to separate what he's saying that's conspiracy theory foolishness inflammatory, braggatory, braggadocious fluff versus what is he saying that is divinely inspired being channeled, you know, not coming from him, but coming through him. What is he saying that has the entire globe in a panic right now? Because he's saying something that maybe nobody has even so hopefully we could create a conversation that might lead to the real understanding of what is it that he's saying that, you know, let's separate the emotion, the jealousy, the, the bipolar, you know, by, by billion. That's what he really is. Is by billion. <laughs> what? Yeah. Let's take the bipolar and calm the down. Okay. You just be bipolar. Okay. Listen. Bipolar is good. Where'd you? How you thought that you were supposed to come from where you came from and just make it to multiple billions and you wasn't going to be something, you know, something. Yes, I, I we making a new word, something. You Something was supposed to happen to Ye already. That's why Ye keeps saying, yeah, they're going to tell me. They're going to tell me. He done came very far in a very short time. I'm saying like the way we don't respect LeBron greatness, the way we don't respect Kanye, the way we don't respect Dr. Genius Lives Matter. And because we're in the midst of watching this, we don't really understand what we're watching. Kanye's in, into the multi-billion space in one lifetime. It takes lots of lifetimes usually to accumulate a lot of wealth like that. He did it. Boom. One lifetime, bang. And he's saying the wildest things, quote unquote, to not just to America, to the world. This, this is, goes out all over the world. Everybody in every country is trying to figure out what is happening right now with Ye. And the largest conversation is not, and we got to keep it real here. That's why I'm saying we got to have a space where we can have our conversations without apologizing. Because the biggest thing is this. Less people are talking about whether what he's saying has any truth or validity to it or not. than the amount of people that are talking about him messing up his billions. Most of the conversation surrounding this is not anything based on truth or lies or whether this is this is something we need to look at or blah, blah, blah. Most of the conversation is we cannot believe he's throwing away 
his billions because that's how we programmed like beat into submission almost i guess in a way like anybody that makes it rich you know because that's another part of this conversation so there's a lot of little conversations we got to pick apart but anybody who makes it rich you clearly don't make it rich on your own so that's another thing maybe we need to expose is that all of the guys that's in this conversation charlemagne Kyrie, yay ice cube all of them without exception have gotten very wealthy with the help of quote-unquote white jewish folks in fact we'll come to find out that almost all of the rich influential black folks are rich and influential because of white jewish folks so like i said there is a question a larger question to ask are these people culture vultures or maybe they are culture caretakers see we're going to open up another conversation right let's say for instance now jump into the crazy world of inky listen to this this is a perspective that we're going to entertain for a second let's say for example white folks black folks everybody calm down relax I, I, we apologized a long time ago listen we want to apologize to everybody the whole rainbow spectrum of people every sexual gender every age every weight size you know but listen to what i'm saying what if we lived in a world where the leading uh religious text says that God has a chosen people. And let's just happen to say that maybe those chosen people were like purple. Right? Let's say they're, they're purple. And so later on, you know, maybe they fall out of, you know, their program like say for instance this book this number one religious text let's say for instance in this book right now check this out let's say that there's this book and let's say that in the book the book says listen if you keep these rules i will make you wealthy but if you don't then i'm a, you know you're going to be in trouble and you're going to deal with all these problems blah 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 you know we simplifying the narrative right so if you follow these rules i make you wealthy if not it's going to be hell right that that just works right all right so now let's say the purple people for whatever reason they stop following the program maybe they volunteered maybe they got stupid maybe some other folks that weren't getting those blessings tricked them into not following whatever the book was saying so that they could grab the book and then they could start following the rules and then they could get the blessings right maybe right because if we were to concede that there's a universe where you know like the purple people are now like broke and the green people came out of nowhere and now they run the banks and entertainment and all this and all that. It would be a really weird coincidence that it just so happens that that book would be at the center of that kind of controversy because it's like, okay, in the real world, if we just want to make it plain, 
right? Running the banks, the entertainment, blah, 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 the real estate, like running all the business and all the money is kind of like what the book, the Bible kind of says, you know, all these blessings. So it's like, what's actually the important thing? You know what I'm saying? Getting back like, are we trying to get those blessings back and the respect that goes with those things? Because the laws, the information still. Or is that not realistic? Right. Like, so what if. Back to our story, our narrative, what if the green people were not culture vultures? Like, because they could have saw the purple people slipping and just decided to take care of the culture until they was ready for, you know, to come back into their own. And so now they're selectively handing over the wealth back to the purple people. There's a universe where that could look like that via sports, entertainment, academics, some corporate stuff. We could look at the large amount of black, brown people that are now millionaires and some billionaires directly based on their business association with white Jewish people as evidence of that. Right. So I'm just saying there's other perspectives to the conversation we need to have, because at the same time, this is why I'm saying this is where it gets weird. At the same time as certain people would tell you certain pro-black messages, it's like it's a crippling double-sided perspective to it at one end because you're still trying to achieve your dreams and still trying to progress in life. And in order to do that, where you doing that at in America with our white folks behind you, helping you, guiding you, influencing you, mentoring you, et cetera? How, where are you doing that at? Because all of these guys that we're having conversations about are at these levels where we discuss them because of their affiliations. Like even Dame Dash, if we want to make him a part of the conversation. All of the business ventures he has is with white, quote unquote, Jewish, non-Jewish, but white. I mean, like, so when he has these culture vulture conversations, you got to understand and take it with a grain of salt because as he may be talking about these handful of white guys here, he has a lot of new white guys that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And maybe Asians and this group and that group, right? And so my point is to make that the people that are successful with regardless to what one of the points, you know, or possible conversations to come out of this is, these super successful people, financially at least anyway, um, they all got to these spaces doing business with quote unquote white folks, especially white Jewish folks, right? How can they get checks in and out of ooh, And when you get a certain amount of money, let me say this, as somebody who went to financial school for a hot second, right? When you have a certain amount of money, remember the money has to be somewhere. So there's no way to become rich, like super wealthy without being a part of the current system. This is why money gives you a larger voice in, in a lot of instances, because you become a part of the framework. So like in Kanye's instance, you go from the little black boy in the Chicago neighborhood to now 
a multi-billionaire. So there's a lot of this hundreds of thousands of people, maybe even into the millions that you affect with your commercial pursuit. Same thing with everybody in that space because the domino effect of how many people is affected by what it is that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? From ideation to packaging to marketing to retweets, reboots, it's very, you know, like all the marketing companies, design companies, all the way down to raw materials. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people eat when you have these people at this larger level. Because to be wealthy is how much money you make in a certain small amount of time. It's how fast you make money, not a certain amount. Rich is an amount. Rich can go to broke fast. You know what I'm saying? Wealth is money in a time. It's time versus, you know, like that's how wealth is. So wealth is not about, oh, I made a million dollars. Wealth is about, oh, you know, I make a million dollars a year or I make six figures a year or I make nine figures or 10, 12, 13 figures, you know, like whatever it is, you're making that per year. So you know that you have a certain amount of money that's going beyond what your bills is into the future and you're accumulating wealth. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of us, if you're just making your bills, then you in a rat race, regardless to what it is that you do. So some people believe that they have attained financial freedom because they work for themselves, but you only a month, two months away from being broke, which means that although you have got rid of your boss, you still are not off the, the rat race. You're still in the rat race with the rest of us managing these bad asking. No, I'm just kidding. You know, you, you, you know, you're in the everyday struggle, like, you know, 90 plus percent of the folks around the globe. So we've got to have a space where we can have these unadulterated conversations. You know, that's, that's, it's, you know. So. <sighs> hopefully that was a, hopefully that was a good, a good intro. We, we, we working, we working like we getting through this. Technical difficulties, everything. Dr. start with our first question which is what's going on with ice cube okay so we had a long super long monologue that's my pilot 
fake, uh, not fake. That was my pilot rookie novice monologue. Um, so our first conversation, though, is we're going to address the, or we're going to uh, create some conversation around the ice cube portion. Right, we're gonna we're gonna start with our guy here. Right, we're gonna start from the right side and work our way over to Kyrie. Um, so in the 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 Drink Champs interview, Kanye, uh, excuse me, Ye says, "I'm with Ice Cube. You know, I'm picking up where he left off with the anti-Semitic talk." Right. So the first thing I want to say is you have to remember that artists speak rappers, forget the artists, like rap artists. The main thing of the poet is entendre. The main thing of a rapper is entendre. So you always have to understand that our minds, whether you became a, whether you be, you are nobody rapper that nobody ever heard of you except your girlfriend and your homeboys or if you're Jay-Z or whoever, your mind thinks in rhyme. And when your mind thinks in rhyme, entendre is the thing. You know, like that's the main thing. So you're looking at always something to interest somebody and then something you really meant or something that's really meaningful. Maybe you didn't mean it, but you thought like it's impactful. You know what I'm saying? But something to catch your eye and something impactful. And if you could do a triple entendre or quadruple, the better. You know what I'm saying? But at least something catchy and something meaningful. So you always got to remember that that can be a thing. You know what I'm saying? So, and you've got to be able to separate the two. If you don't know the nuance of the slang and the ebonics or the, you know, like because people consume so many million dollars worth of game and, it still doesn't mean it's in your blood to really understand the lingo until somebody teaches it to you. If it's in your blood, you can pick it up as you hear it. But if you need to be taught, you gotta you can't interpret until you get, you know, lessons on what's actually being said. So there's portions where you could tell that it's satirical. Kanye is using, excuse me, Ye is using satire. When he's like, okay, I'm picking up on an anti-Semitic talk because at the same time, he keeps reminding you that he has current business partners that are Jewish, that he loves, blah, blah, blah. It's intermixed in the conversation. You cannot omit those portions of the conversation. Um, so what he's doing is something interesting, something maybe meaningful, something interesting, anti-Semitism. Hey, look over here. Something meaningful. Hey. These contracts look pretty one-sided. And when it's a one-off thing, okay, cool. Maybe shame on you, shame on us, fool me once, fool me twice kind of vibe. But when this becomes a practice where it's like, okay, everybody in this business got the same kind of dirty contract. Hold on. Hey, you guys, baseball, basketball, football, put them balls down for a second. <clears throat> hey, hey, look at this contract here for a second. Hey, y'all, the contract look like this. Like, yeah, man, I'll, yeah, hey, yeah. Like, oh, hell no. Wait a minute. Who's representing you with these contracts? And then it's a small group, same, like, familiar group of people that, 
you know, because if you're outside of these circles, you don't realize that the lawyers and all these people, they really know each other. It's a small group of people. So, um, you know, and they make or break you from the outside of the world. These are really are the powerful elite. So it's just that's the conversation that people are having with this with this yay thing is like, yo, is he throwing away all his money? And it's like, no, you can't throw away intellectual property. Got to remember, he's the driving. He's the engine. You can't even if they take the engines out of the car, sit them on side of the road. If another car comes around, puts that engine in it, it's still going to do what it's supposed to do. So the IP, the value is there. You know what I'm saying? Wherever Ye goes is where the wealth generation will go and accumulate because he has the ideas, the products, and the people. That's the actual money. You know what I'm saying? Not who can distribute it for you. If you're making the thing and then you're like marketing the thing, anybody else is just extra, period, because the value is going to be with who makes it and who gets it out to the world. If you happen to be both of those parties, you have pretty much like a royal flush in your hand. Like it's, you know, so, um, outside of the person who puts up the cash, you know, that person has a, probably the bigger, that'd probably be the only person to be able to pull out like a joker or a bigger, you know, whatever. I don't know. Another hand of cards that could trump your royal flush type. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, but that's where that is. And then, so here's the thing. So Ice Cube responds to Ye and says this, I hate that my name was dragged into this drunk champs BS. I don't know what Ye meant by his statements. You're going to have to ask him. I didn't put the batteries in his back. Please leave my name out of all the anti-Semitic talk. I'm not anti-Semitic and never have been. Now, the thing about that is the thing about that is, hold on. You know, we actually do have some audio. We have some audio of. We have some audio, man, I cannot find this. Hold on. Man, where is these comments? Oh, uh, I understand where you're coming from, but it's like, Okay, so this is an interview with Ice Cube on CNBC. When he came out and they were doing the interview talking about no Vaseline and Jerry Heller, right? Because remember, 
See, now, and this is why I'm saying, like, you know, we got to have this conversation because it's, there's no way that Ice Cube can have this conversation in 1991 and then turn around and flip on Kanye. So I, one of the other conversations that we need to have is, is it okay for black people to be so visibly hypocritical? Meaning, can we even have a conversation about black unity when we are obviously publicly distancing ourselves from yay? Can we publicly distance ourselves from yay because potential financial doors may close as we discuss unity in the community? Like, can we even do that? Is that conscious or woke? Does that fit in the same universe? Can we, like, can we? So as Ice Cube is saying, he doesn't know what yay is talking about. Ice Cube, what do you mean you don't know what Ye is talking about? Ice Cube, Ice Cube. <sighs> Maybe the intro music should not be the news broadcast music. Maybe it should be boom, 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 boom. But let's listen to this. All your lyrics came through, everything you wrote came through. Well, most of everything I do write has come true and and is true today and is happening right now. Angus, is that what you meant? No, but it was like, I'm saying on the thing about the Jews, the situation, I understand yeah. everything that he's coming from with the ghetto and all that, because I was raised in the ghetto. Um, they on the CNBC Live from 1991. Mind you, this is a 1991 conversation. And they're taking callers, callers calling in live on CNBC Live, Ice Cube discussing his no Vaseline lyrics about Jerry Heller and his anti-Semitic statements. So I read by a single parent, my mother, and I'm doing all right now. I'm in college. And most people at the age, I'm 19 now, and they say it's black. Carly, can you hear this interview? Can you hear this interview? Yeah. Can you hear the um the video I'm saying? Yeah, I can hear it. 18. Clear? And if you're doing good to live over 18, then that's the couple. What should I do there? At this day and age in 91. I'm trying to say, same like his album, is that like shoot the Jew and all that. I understand where he's coming from, but it's like some people might go out and just do that. How would he feel if that came true? Yeah. Is that better? Can you hear the, can you hear the video clearer now? Yes, man, that's better. Okay, good, because I, I forgot I had it on my microphone. so. All right, so let me bring this back because in uh, Ice Cube actually says there's some mix up about some form of lyrics where he says that might refer to possibly metaphorically or hypothetically shooting Jewish, something to that effect. So a caller's calling in to ask him about this lyric and this is what's going on. So I want you to hear this and not you know, because he's saying like he don't know what Kanye talking about. And I'm like, hold on. Now, let me tell you what really spurred this conversation on that would made it like, OK, I, I got to You got to have this real, real conversation. We coming home from the pet place, me and the children with the dog. We walking by. There's a on. On nine mile, there's like a tennis court over here next to a high school. And there's uh, uh, 
young white kid in there. He was about 14 years old. He looked a little bit older than Chase, maybe 14, 15 times. Could be just a young kid with facial hair early, but he's in that range, maybe 12 to 15. We walk him by, and he in the tennis court by himself practicing, you know, I guess doing drills or whatever. He got the music, you know what I'm saying? He got a Bluetooth speaker pumping, you know what I'm saying? And my children, like, you know how music, you don't even tune into, but music is so much a part of your soul, you don't realize it. Obviously, music is God. Um, but you don't realize it. They just bop into it. But they just bop into it. And so I'm asking them, I'm like, y'all know what y'all bop into? They're like, nah, we don't even know what that is. I'm like, well, listen to it closer. Like, get closer to the gate. See if you know who, what songs that is. I already know what that is. So as they get closer, now the white kid is in there. He looking a little weird because, you know, we always deep. It's me and all my babies. And now Ocean is there with us. Shout out to Ocean, my puppy, right? So now it's the group of Black folks with the Rottweiler. Like, we up on the gate. Like, it looks, you know, so he turned down the music. He's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I was just asking them, like, did they know the music that was playing? Do you know the music that's playing? He's like, yeah, it's my playlist. You know what I'm saying? That's what I listen to. You know what I'm saying? That's what I play. NWA, pop, DMX, woo, like. So I'm like, okay, okay, youngster, you know, respect, respect. And we just go about our business or whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, we have to have these conversations because I grew up in that time period. And if the people that grew up in that time period don't curate the narratives that spring from that place that we're like that, that's where the problem comes in. And there are new narratives being created without the valid perspectives or the context. So listen to this conversation. Tap into this conversation. Well, most of everything I do right has come true and and is true today and is happening right now. English, is that what you meant? Oh, I was like, I'm saying on the thing about the Jews, the situation, I understand yeah. everything that he coming from with the ghetto and all that, because I was raised in the ghetto. I was raised by a single parent, my mother, and I'm doing all right now. I'm in college. And most people at the age, I'm 19 now, and they say black men only live to be 18. And if you're doing good to live over 18, then that's an accomplishment in life right now at this day and age in 91. I'm trying to say things on his album, like shoot the Jew and all that. I understand where he's coming from, but it's like some people might go out and just do that. Mind you, when this is when this interview has happened in 1991, I'm 14 years old. So let me put this in perspective for you. I'm 14 years old, a kid from 158th Street in the Bronx, abandoned by his mom, left to figure it out by his own in the streets. Um I'm just having my first child, I'm 14, raising myself, having a baby. And this is what, this is what, you know, this is the information that's out there. So you got to understand the, the context of how some people are receiving these things, especially when, for whatever reason, the father is not in the home 24-7. Fatherhood is outsourced. It's not a thing that could be lived without Fatherhood is like breath or water. It's like oxygen or water. You have to have it. So there's no, 
way to ration it. If you don't give me oxygen, I gotta start stealing yours immediately. No, you know, there's no way to. So fatherhood is immediately outsourced. Fatherhood is not in the house; it just come from wherever. So, you know, this is what that's what I'm saying. It's important to have these conversations. How we feel if that came true? Cube. If somebody shot a Jewish person for my record? No. That, if somebody, you... yeah, if somebody took you literally, took those words and and didn't see them as poetry or an expression of of general anger and said, it, "Okay, I'm going to go shoot the Jew." Taking rap music literally for everything that's said is like taking TV literally. You have TV programs and you have the news. With rap music, you have the same thing. Of course, the TV programs are in most parts fiction and the news is real. And with my records, you have both. You have the news and you have the fictional things that that, that happen and that's a part of life in a lot of cases. So it would be pretty dumb to do everything that your lyrics advocate. Of course. Okay. Next caller, Janet from California. Janet. Hello, Ice Cube. How you doing? I'm fine. Um, I want to know, do you get along with NWA in any kind of way at all? Well, I've talked to a couple of guys in NWA. Uh, you know, the reason that we we were separated was because I felt that the person that, that I'm talking about on the record separated us. And your manager. Yeah. And I understand that certain people like Dr. Dre, you know, if I get this correct, are finally waking up and smelling the coffee. And now they're looking for their money. Something that I should have told them to do. Something I told them to do back in 1989. Does that answer your question? Very proud of you. So in 89, he was breaking up with NWA because he was saying the Jewish guys with the contracts, blah, 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 blah. Let's pay attention now. Because now he don't know what Kanye talking about. Listen, Ice Cube got them $100 million movie TV deal. He, he like, what the fuck? He like, what the? Look, it's like. You done did something when you was younger, 15 years old, whatever, to some, you know, you couldn't see a future for yourself at the time. You was doing whatever. Then, you know, life changes. You survive. Oh, my God, I'm still alive. I'm 40 years old. I'm 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. Now I'm doing this, that, and the other. I'm this person. Somebody bring back, like, oh, nah, I'm this person. Like, like this totally mess you, you know what I mean? Mess you all the way up. Like, this is what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube is comfortable. His Jewish friends have made him immensely rich. And he is like, no. Yay, you do not get to bring me back to those comments to block. But we got to deal with this because now you bugging right now. too. And this is a thing for the whole culture. This is a thing that's a serious thing that, you know, like real change could happen, you know, because it's one thing for him to talk about his basketball league, but you can't have the conversations, Ice Cube, that you had about your basketball league, the things that need to change in the NBA for the players and all that, and then say, you don't know what he's talking about. Because clearly you do, because you're the predecessor to what he was saying. Number one, we're going to get back to it, but you've been saying it now about basketball. So come on, Q. Thank you. Okay. Next caller. Eric from Georgia. Eric? Hi. How do you feel about the beer companies that pulled the commercial you endorsed because of your anti-Jew lyrics? Well, 
Anti-Semitic lyrics would be a nicer way of putting it. Well, the lyrics aren't really anti-Semitic. And I, I can't understand, you know, I listen to people like the Simon Wiesenthal and Rabbi Cooper. And I, if I'm, if I'm, am I getting this wrong? Are they saying that they condone what Jerry Heller or some of these other people have done to me? Do they, do they say that it's all right for Jewish managers to, to get young black kids with talent off the street without the, the, uh, without lawyers and without people that was helping me and my benefit to make records. That's, that's, that's what I'm getting out of this. And I, I really would like to speak to Rabbi Cooper about that, you know, cause maybe, you know, if they're getting mixed messages on that side of the table, I'm kind of getting mixed messages on this side of the table too. We're talking about the Simon Wiesenthal Center, which said that your album should not be distributed and that people should and, not listen for, to it. For people to think that I'm talking about, I'm talking about one man that happens to be Jewish. If this man was green, then I would still talk about it. If he was black, I would still talk about him. I guess what hurts Jewish people uh, is the fact that you have to say he's Jewish. Why not just say Jerry Heller? Uh, well, you know, what you, when, what you end up doing is saying, okay, this guy's a Jew. And you just sort of said it in, in your answer uh, to the, to this young man, you said, um, well, are they, is the Simon Wiesenthal Center saying it's okay for people like Jerry Heller and Jewish managers to essentially exploit young black men? I don't think anybody would say that, but the question, is it okay for Jerry Heller and Jewish managers. I'm, is every manager who is white Jewish? Is every manager of a, of a rap? No, not a, not at all. But the Simon Wiesenthal usually backs the Jewish community. Well, it but speaks what, out what, what I'm it saying is this. discrimination. No, what I'm saying is this. You know, every time I watch the news, the perpetrators always identify. If they can't use their names, they identify them young black male this, young white male that, female this. All I'm doing is identifying the perpetrator who I felt did me wrong. Nothing else, nothing more. Okay, but you understand- For me, for me to be anti-Semitic in the business that I'm in would be economical disaster and suicide and, uh, Anybody in their right mind wouldn't do that to themselves. But do you understand why the Simon Wiesenthal Center says, wow. Can you hear what he just said? To be in the business I'm in, this is 91. He just coming apart from NWA. So this is before he's a Hollywood movie man, comedian, director, writer. He's just a rapper at this time a controversial rapper at, 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 to make it, you know, like. And he's saying, as a rapper, as one of the hardest groups known in history, most controversial in history, he's saying that's financial suicide for him and what he does to go against Jewish people. Even though his lyrics are saying Jewish people with the contracts and slavery and blah blah blah. Listen to No Vassy. Two minutes. He's saying shoot the Jews. 
potentially, allegedly, that made, you know, it was. Now, let's listen. Let's go from there to Charlemagne, because Charlemagne also has made some very choice uh, statements in terms of. So we need to, you know, we've all heard, we've all heard uh, yay statements. We've all heard yay statements. But I think we need to hear the other statements that are part of today's conversation okay so here and here is where we could tap into the ig so dr inky did is my instagram all right dr inky dr inky underscore did is my instagram on my instagram is the post here's the post Hold on, my bad. The mic hit the floor. Oh my goodness, we we doing terrible. Jews don't go out and try to uh, recruit people into the religion like, you know, certain Christians and, mm-hmm. and Muslims. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even feel comfortable talking about this. I'm sweating right now. There's certain things I don't like to talk about, and I love Jewish people, but they're powerful. I don't want them to misconstrue anything I'm saying or take anything I'm saying the wrong way. So I would much rather not even have this conversation. I have a lot of great Jewish people in my corner. I have a Jewish, I have a Jewish conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know why there's not a lot of Jewish rappers? Because there's Jewish owners and Jewish CEOs. They run these labels. <laughs> They're the bosses. That's why I'm uncomfortable. What did Kanye say? He said, uh, happy Kwanzaa to all the artists and happy Hanukkah. It's the truth. They run, they run the business period from Hollywood to the music industry, everything. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a very powerful mafia, as they should be. You saw what happened to Bill Gibson. He deserved that, though. He's an asshole. Like, I, I'm, I'm a stern believer, man. Like, you shouldn't be. Okay, now hold on. Hold on, because that's Charlemagne talking to Vlad, and we got to have the conversation because now this is a 10 year old soundbite. This is a 10 year old soundbite. So today he might be saying, like Ice Cube is saying, Oh, I don't know what kind you're talking about. 10 years ago, though, you know. And mind you, this is not a new conversation for Kanye, because in this clip where you can hear Vlad and Charlemagne talking, they reference Kanye and say, oh, well, yeah, Kanye was saying happy Kwanzaa to the rappers and happy Hanukkah to the execs this 10 years ago, this a decade ago. So 
how could this be something new where everybody, oh, they were drunk. You know, like Ice Cube trying to say, oh, drunk champs. Like, don't disrespect Nori. Nori done built an insane platform over there. Insane platform. Nori is changing lives in his way of changing lives. Don't don't violate drink champs. Don't come for drink champs, Ice Cube. Just own up to your own, you know, regardless to whether you're vulnerable in this area, you know, the space you're in in life. Like, don't try to, no. The drink champs ladder, the drink champs tree must continue to grow. I try to meet people into religion, like, you know, certain Christians and Muslims. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even feel comfortable talking about this. I'm sweating right now. I, 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 listen, I don't, I don't, certain things, there's certain things I don't like to talk about, and I love Jewish people, but they're powerful. I don't want them to misconstrue anything I'm saying or take anything I'm saying the wrong way. So I would much rather not even have this conversation. I have a lot of great Jewish people in my corner. I have a Jewish, I have a Jewish conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know why there's not a lot of Jewish rappers? Because there's Jewish owners and Jewish CEOs. They run these labels. <laughs> They're the bosses. That's why I'm uncomfortable. What, what did Kanye say? He said, uh, happy Kwanzaa to all the artists and happy It's the truth. They run, they run the business period from Hollywood to the music industry, everything. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a very powerful mafia, as they should be. You saw what happened to Bill Gibson. You know, that's right. He deserved that, though. He's an asshole. Like, I, I'm, I'm a stern believer, man. Like, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't discriminate against anybody because of their race, because of their gender, because of their religion, because of their sexuality. So he deserved that. Whenever you, you know, pick out a whole race and say this race is effed up or this race is foul or this race is this and this race is that, you deserve whatever you get. See, the problem with black people, we don't have no power. No matter what we do, we can all click up. We don't have no organization that has holds anyway. And the if you don't hold no weight. We don't have no organization that holds no weight. You can't speak bad about a Jewish person because they have organizations and they're a close-knit group of people in power who will bring you down. Same thing with gays. You can't say nothing bad about gays because they move as a unit. Black people don't have that. I, I mean, if you if you do a racist comment about black people, there are repercussions. When? You don't, who? You don't just walk away from that. Who? Tell me, give me an example. I mean, you know, Kramer. That's because he was white. And nothing really bad happened to him. You know why nothing bad happened? I never really heard from him yet. I think because he got so rich that he was. Okay, so we heard from Charlemagne. We heard from Charlemagne. I think before we go any further, we need to have a word from our sponsors, maybe. Let's have a word from our sponsors. We want to go to hashtag a New York Minute. Hashtag a New York Minute for sponsoring us with. Life changing knowledge. So let's go, let's have a New York Minute right now. <laughs> Always cook, never raw. 
whether it's Irish moss. You got you hear the little the music. Or CMOS, whether it's from CMOS, whether it's from the moss or CMOS, what moss or CMOS, what I think was always cooked, never raw. Whether it's Irish moss or CMOS, whether it's from the north, whether it's from the south, whether it's from the Caribbean, you do not get the main nutrition from raw moss. Number one. Number two, raw moss can be very dangerous and damaging to your gastrointestinal tract. Number three, the amount of consumed raw algae is way too high for the human digestive system to have it raw. Number four, high quality standards when getting the actual moss. Many people suggest soaking the moss for hours and hours and hours, even overnight, then throwing the water away and then washing it again, not realizing that you lose 99% of the iodine and the rest of the minerals when you do that. Please only get Blue magic gel or blue magic powder. Let's go to another space in this conversation because now we have. We're working on it. Okay, so. Testing, testing. No. Um, so now we have Kyrie. So proud of Kyrie. I'm so proud of Kyrie. Now listen, Kyrie is with the flat earth. Hocus is my guy, right? I love Hocus. I'm vocal about that. Hocus loves Dr. Inky. We he's vocal about that. You know, Rabbit got the gun, rabbit hole. Everybody know what it is. BX all day, right? Okay. Kyrie, similar thing, but I don't have the relationship, obviously, with Kyrie. But Hocus and Kyrie both are flat earthers. Ah. I was just in the rabbit hole the other night. Shout out to the rabbit hole. Shout out to the ladies in the rabbit hole. Shout out to the, the trip right now. They're doing a, a, a retreat right now, Rabbit Hole. Shout out to the Clubhouse people. Shout out to the Rabbit Hole. Shout out to WAC 100 talking about he looking for the expert, the GOAT, the, the OG of the information. Send, send WAC my way. You know what I'm saying? Um, he want to know who's who. Pecking order. He looking in the wrong direction looking at Tazariac. Um, but, um, but shout out to Hocus. Anyway, they, they flat earthers, so I'm not though, right? But me and Hocus respectfully have had the conversation like to the point where he was the first person that I listened to with the flatter the conversation that made me just go, I got to respect it. Because scientifically, most of the flat earth people I listen to just gobbledygook. They don't really know what they're saying. They sound a little, you know, but similar with Kyrie knowing some of the people behind you know some of the people that were influencing him from behind the scenes I don't know if they still in his camp or not um shout out to my guy Martin you know what I'm saying but you know like so and knowing Martin like 
again, somebody else who I don't agree with, but I respect his mind. Like I respect Hogan's mind. Like I got to respect, like, you know, these folks that we didn't have fought to, you know, like uh, spar, you know what I'm saying? To a standstill where you got to go like, you know what? I still don't agree with you, but man, I got to respect, you know, it's like you have a one-on-one fight. You got to, you, you know, even if you don't win, you got to shake hands. Like, you know what? That was respect. You know what I'm saying? Martin is another one of those guys. Um, so understanding that is like a certain, but now at this new level, you know, it's like, okay, great. We're hearing the conversation. So the next thing is, where is the money? Where are the business? You know, where are the schools, the hospitals, the clinics? Like, this is the convo that's supposed to precede the action. So we're hearing the convo now. And Kyrie has some pretty serious, you know, we got to listen to this Kyrie conversation. Right? We got to listen to this Kyrie conversation. Where is it? Is that's why we're. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes into history. Uh, we're in terms of the backlash, people call it. Uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I can I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not a sorry. Uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-Semitism and who are the original chosen people of God and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no. I don't live my way like that. I don't live my life that way. Excuse me, I grew up in a melting pot and I say a melting pot of all races, white, black, red, yellow, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, and you can see the way I live my life now. Not here to be divisive. So they could push their agenda. I don't want to say they, because I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but I'm in a unique position to have a level of influence on my community. And what I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done, or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people in my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism and obviously wasn't meant for them then do you, I guess, understand or not understand those that might imply that that work had anti-Semitic leanings in it? Right. But I only ask this because the tweet is still up there. So I We're in 2022. It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every day. I'm no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of the adultery of oh, you, you cannot post that. Why not? Why not? Everybody posts everything else. You saw the word nigger going up on. Yo, I do have to say this. Kyrie, 
this might just be a personal moment, but you are divisive in my community, in my household. Okay, as a man in this household, you are divisive in my community, okay? This is a LeBron household. And when them sneakers kept hitting like that, even when the speculation was, yo, how we talking crazy about the GOAT? It's like, yo, would you see these sneakers? See, I'm from the Bronx. I went to Clark. You know what I'm saying? My adopted grandmother lived in Patterson Projects. You understand? I used to be in Mitchell in my haven in Patterson, go to school right there. And so I understand the energy. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? And Chase swears by them Kyrie. So it was like we broke apart because me and Chase used to get the LeBrons together. That was like a family thing. And Caleb, Caleb broke apart early though, because he just he into like fashion heavy. So he just he not even caught up into who's who. But like me and Chase like, no, what's the new LeBron? You know what I mean? One day we went to go grab some sneakers and he's like, nah, dad, go ahead and do your thing. I'm gonna do something different. Yo, and then he was just like, nah, your LeBron's is hot, dad, but now nah, I'm getting these Kyrie's. And that, just saying, I felt like, I, felt, I don't know, that was necessary. I felt like it was necessary. I'm going to just rewind it back a little bit. Okay. Why not? Everybody posts everything else. You saw the word nigger going up on Twitter, right? I don't hear an uproar in that. I'm not here to be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive and it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what is here. It's on a public platform. Did I do anything illegal? Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and saying that I hate? one specific group of people. So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, uh, I just, without talking to me, and then I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. So I'm not gonna stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only gonna get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me. Okay, while we're on the topic of promotion, what could knowing the historical complexities for me to get here? So I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me, me to get here. So I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage, but also to be living as a free black man here in America, knowing the historical complexities for me to get here. So I'm not going to stand down on anything that I believe in. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. I have a whole army around me. Now, hold on. You know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There might be something else worth playing to add some more color to this conversation. Mm. Let me see if I can find this. 
this new clip if I can't find it. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Is it this? Wait, Kanye went on a media blitzkrieg. He threw so many stones at the Jews, he's now an honorary general in the West Bank, which is soon to be the only bank that will accept him. JP Morgan actually canceled his account. Listen to this conversation Joe Rogan put out. So this is this is uh, what Joe Rogan put out on his platform. This Kanye's losing his mind. This week, Kanye went on a media blitzkrieg. He threw so many stones at the Jews. He's now an honorary general in the West Bank, which is still. And I think this guy, Andrew, that's speaking, this is not Joe Rogan speaking. He's playing a clip from Andrew, but I think Andrew is Charlemagne's partner. So pay attention to how these things all connect. To be the only bank that will accept them. JP Morgan actually canceled his account. But these respectfully. Like Charlemagne, Joe Rogan, these are the gods in the podcast universe. You know what I'm saying? So we're nothing but small little pebbles in that universe. So hopefully the gods don't step on us, but we got to do what we got to do. We got to have this conversation. So the only transaction Kanye is going to have is when Caitlyn drops off the kids. So what exactly did Yang say? Well, hungry, hungry Hitler went on drink champs with the most bloated cheeks I've ever seen on a human. The guy looks like a ninja turtle just had a root canal and proceeded to spout off more hate than a West Virginia water fountain. He claimed George Floyd was killed by fentanyl. Wrong. Kanye, we have video evidence of a throat getting crushed, and don't worry, Kim's not in it. <laughs> Blame the Jews for trying to silence him. Yay, the only Jew that's ever kept your mouth shut was the dentist that wired your jaw. I hear some people saying Kanye did bring up some very strong points. Yes, these points. That's it. <laughs> Kanye isn't the free thinker he claims to be. He just regurgitates the talking points to the latest pseudo-intellectual leech around him. The only original thoughts pseudo-intellectual leech around him. He takes the talking points of the latest pseudo-intellectual leech around him. That's it. Kanye isn't the free thinker he claims to be. He just regurgitates the talking points of the latest pseudo-intellectual leech around him. That's it. Kanye isn't the free thinker he claims to be. He just regurgitates the talking points of the latest pseudo-intellectual leech around him. Now, see, this is one thing that I know that's real. From professional athletes to people in other sophisticated spots, positions, I'll say, in society. Separate the people with the intelligence, the black, brown, Spanish people with the intelligence, the ideas, from the black, brown, and Spanish people with the money. That is what America's true nightmare is. And that's what is so scary about Kanye. He represents both of those things in one body, not even a people coming together. He embodies that. He's a he's the idea, the knowledge, the plan, the Panthers, the, the black power, the this, that. He's all of that. And as a billionaire with the anger of losing his mom and his, his you know, like all kind of shit is in Kanye's mind. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's America's nightmare. Kanye is the most gangsterist gangster we've ever seen. It's not Tupac, not Suge Knight. Kanye is the scariest. <laughs> Kanye is the scariest black man we've ever seen in America in our, in our lifetimes. 
You know what I'm saying? Take that for what it's worth. Remember, I see, remember you heard it here, right? Um, but this is how they separate and divide, right? So right here, this is a large platform. Joe Rogan and Andrew, like they say, put this out like, oh yeah, these are not ideas from Kanye. This is from the latest, you know, whatever alternative thought, you know, like whatever leeches around. So to basically like, yeah, anybody else that's thinking about speaking out like Kanye, you know, especially if you're thinking about speaking out because you're, you know, you got some conscious or woke leeches around you that are awakening, you know, some spiritual enlighteners enlightening you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you got to know this people in advance. That's what makes Kanye so dangerous. He's built for the, but you got to understand if you come out and say, Hey, eating meat is bad. The meat industry is a billion dollar, trillion dollar business. So they're going to put people out on you to say, Hey, nah, this person is a fraud. This person's this, that, you know, attack cancer because you're hurting their business potentially, right? So both truths can't exist in the same space. So friction. Um, whenever you come out like that, you know what I'm saying? When I come out and say Seymour, we have a certain blend, you know, people was like, oh, friction, you know, all the other people that have been lying to you for years, selling you the other types of products, they, right? But now you see we have a superior product, superior science, um, I can't wait to do further conversations about harming. I've just been giving people time to digest the material from the marathon. Um, but we're getting ready to start loading the Patreon up. So definitely join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dr. Andy. We want to thank all of our Patreons thus far for being able to um, allow us to have the free biochemistry class. Like all the things that we're doing, the research, the, you know, the formulations, they definitely want to thank them. Um, but this is how they separate people again. They put out there in the thought universe, oh, yeah, let's make sure that you got to watch this. Only original thoughts Kanye's ever had are Amber, Kim, and Julia. So, either he claims to be, he just regurgitates the talking points of the latest pseudo-intellectual elites around him. You'll these points. That's <laughs> it. Kanye isn't the free thinker he claims to be. He just regurgitates the talking points of the latest pseudo-intellectual elites around him. The only original thoughts Kanye... You see what I'm saying? So, now, mind you, He's supposed to be going in on Kanye for Kanye having a disrespectful rant. So how do you get to have a disrespectful rant and talk about Kanye children like his mom, Kim, you know, oh, we going in the throat, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's he doing, bro? Like, that's... When this happens, it's proof of what Kanye was saying. When you see all the media turn on him, when you see guys feel free to be able to violate, like, like regardless to wherever his relationship is or Pete or whatever, Kanye still clearly makes it abundantly clear to everybody that that's still his wife, his children's, whatever. He don't give a care if they divorce. Like, that's still my, nah, that's still my wife. I'm still the patriarch, the priest, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's still me right there. You know what I'm saying? Hold the respect line. He still makes it clear that if you respect him, respect her. A part of white lives matter is hey, you know, you do know my children are white children. Like they're black, but they're also white. That's the thing when you're mixed. You're not, you're not black 
mixed people are not black people. That's the thing really about science. Like if we're even gonna entertain race, right? Um, scientifically, if that's even possible. But in the universe where we entertain the idea of race being a thing outside of the human race, right? Um, but a black person would be different than a white person. We all get that. But somehow we get confused by mixed people, right? Mixed people are not black people or white people. They're a new thing. They're mixed people. They are both simultaneously. As much as they are black people, they are white people. As much as they'll have quote unquote white tendencies or white information from their genes, they're gonna have black information from their genes. The same way they got the epigenetics from their white side or European side, they'll have it from their black or African or Caribbean side or indigenous. You know, how would you wanna flip it, right? This is what it means, you know what I'm saying? And so we gotta get off of the, you know, it just, we gotta know the science don't work the way our world of opinion, perspective, and then emotional, so we got to ask questions, right? Are these people like, for instance, let's change the subject for a second. Let's talk about martial arts. When I did a Soulcraft series and I really documented how jiu-jitsu, as we know it, Brazilian jiu-jitsu is not real jiu-jitsu or complete jiu-jitsu anyway. It's just a ground component of a much larger system. And the larger system, although it traces its roots back to samurais and Japan, et cetera, et cetera, it goes back further, you know, um, even the Damo, all the way back into the hieroglyphs, you know, um, and we show that in the principles and the science, and I show that through the whole documentary series, right? Um, the question then becomes, because this is a debate in those circles, is the Asian community culture vultures or caretakers of our ancient traditions, the martial arts? Now we know they started, you know, in these organized forms in a way, in hieroglyphs and some of these other, you know, rock-based, you know, evidence. Like, Love it. 
what physics meaning We pimp our genetics, but not with calisthenics We own our image and likeness, we selling our presence Now is a gift that we spend in shopping, bending optics Monetizing trending topics The tag is vital, Beyonce half a title Math is vital, your past is idle, the bag is viral The swag is viral, contagious is an understatement Your faith I have a nigga bigger than entertainment I just wanna tuck you away so you don't have to grind no more With the mind of a genius and a dick like a dinosaur I need a, I need buzz this time. Last time it was, hold up, that's my jam. I'm about to turn this up now. I need the walls to, this the Grammy with a nominator. Dollar sign, Minister Inky, send me some. Piano is the heart of instruments. Airstring, percussion, no coincidence. We hear with our mind, not with our ears. That's why here is the here. We affect our peers. Deeper than chakras. Phantom in the opera. The freak accident that made the gun. You was loaded. Start popping your sarcophagus. Your flow hustle. Three six mafia. The chick singing. Hook niggas like tilapia. Octave the octo. Chakra notes. A six percent difference in frequency, folks. Six the magnetic hexagon carbon. Flushes vibrating strings. IG farben. Save me the sergeant. Old goon squad. Living behind bars. We coming for the tune guard. These forty eight frequencies. Holy niggas. Create the illusion of motion picture. We gon' shake for that money, take for that money. Make no mistake, next break for the money. Bake cake for the money, take rake for the money. I'll suck your DNA for the money. Here drums the organs, here's the heartbeat. How dumb niggas come off a of smart street. BX the Marcy, I'm the Marcus Harvey. In the spirit of the hieroglyphs, I'm the Sharpie. I grind cause I chose to, shine cause I'm supposed to. Redefine your mind like I'm not supposed to. Run the play, let me coach you. I'll show you how by coastal becomes global. Music is the blueprint, life is shaped. Atoms popping lock, light vibrate. Chemical reactivity is shape Checkmate if you can't make that melanin shape You lost in the street if you don't know those lectures Shining come down to photoreceptors The theory of music is the overtone I'm giving you the keys to hold your own Pun intended, I wrote on Gilly's house Just the alkaline slide with a big willy bounce Big city kid with he nerd but he spit litty That sound becoming light, nigga stick with me Bouncing overtones create beats From doubling or having frequencies I'm the high king dream, the binary goat Remember, money is illegal, no We gon' shake for that money, take for that money Make 
make no mistake, next break for the money. Bake cake for the money, take rape for the money. I'll suck your DNA for the money. Here drums the organs, here's the heartbeat. How dumb niggas come off with smart street. BX the Marcy, I'm the Mark Starby. In the spirit of the hieroglyphs, I'm the Sharpie. I grind cause I chose to shine cause I'm supposed to. Redefine your mind like I'm not supposed to. Run the play, let me coach you. I'll show you how by coastal become global. I told you, God is light is the answer. Articulated by horizontal gene transfer. Music composition seen by a conductor. What I see when I look at a protein structure. Pitch, range, dynamics, temperament, amino acid, electromagnetic fingerprint, sound design. Out the mound with mine. Sumerians didn't wear Calvin's line. Chemistry is genetic hot shot. Why where virus goes viral, call hot spot. Stick with God when you're not sure. Trace the haplotypes, plasma secure. Asthma for water, air's been weaponized. This revolution won't be televised, meaning this information ain't song and dance. In a song to dance, a sing along with We're gonna shake for that money, take for that money. Make no mistake, next break for the money. Bake cake for the money, take rape for the money. I'll suck your DNA for the money. Here drums the organs, here's the heartbeat. How dumb niggas come off with smart street. BX the Marcy, I'm the Marcus Garvey. In the spirit of the hieroglyphs, I'm the Sharpie. I grind cause I chose to shine cause I'm supposed to. Redefine your mind like I'm not supposed to. Run the play, let me coach you. I'll show you how my coaster becomes glow. If you smoke or eat like Sabi, if you think like Dr. Africa, if you fight like Baba Kalindi, if you spiritual like Credo, if you love like Mama Koswa, if you got questions like Delbert, if you heal like Dr. Kiefer, if you teach like Francis Crest, if you speak like Dick Gregory, if you feel that electricity, if you smell that victory, this that they can't get with me, I'm about to make history. This that not based on your ethnicity We not scared of excessive syllabicity The singularity, synchronicity My God ain't no mystery Shout out to the East Coast Everybody in the Midwest Everybody in the Dirty South On that West Coast Out of Puerto Rico Southbury Come on Myrtle Beach Atlanta Boston Chicago New York Hold up, hold up, the Bronx, baby Toronto L.A. Houston Miami Let's go, Charlotte Come on, Dallas Philly Seattle Detroit Wait a minute Motown Indy Nashville New Orleans Toronto Baltimore Jersey Canada Jamaica Haiti Mexico Everybody from everywhere, goddammit Hold up, man We're about to go into genius level bars right now Just cause I can Right? When the money in the air and the dice is skipping I'm Kobe in the fourth, no slight to Pippin When the dice stops skipping, it's three sixes You live in remixes, your life prefixes The flow, the call is the protocol How else would a smart nigga know the ball? My words are the plane, yours a pilot Corniverse, car and the equal coronavirus I came here to reunite us Ancient warrior shit, Leonidas Talking greasy like I'm eating chicken Actually I'm eating, getting chicken I got your OG under my wing like rice That's the plain Jane bar, you so obnoxious The perspective of the bar depend on who I Watches. Get it? Say it back and think of new watches. In conscious, through conscious, through conscious, blue tropics, went from gold to cool optics. Then entitlement, then new nonsense. Keeping up so long, you become the Johnsons. I meant the Joneses. Shit.
these bars go. Huh? When I say I do it for the culture, I'm that nigga. No bids. On the run eating. Raising your kids. Raising mine too to shine through the bullshit that blind you. Your wife be a dime too. You better pay her attention before I do. I'm just saying. While you in the studio trying to be a street boss, I might pull up on your lady with some books and some sea moss. Give her some dictation. She unmastered. Ain't no levels yet. And I'm a great teacher. She gonna take notes like a treble clef. I give street niggas some conscious, conscious niggas some street. Then teach them all how to eat. All on one beat. Get it? They working in unity now. The God of entendres is nothing they can do with me now. The God that y'all sponsored the rep the community now. We got chemistry fluidly now. It's cool to be cool with me now. You a new jack. My blade sharp. I wield it greatly. How is Johnny come lately qualified to rate me or hate me? In attempts to debate me. Disrespect won't persuade me. When they come to this, I'm Jay-Z. Data transmission, Bill Gatesy. Ain't no tricks. You still lazy. I'm up before the roosters. Calming down shooters, rolling booters with boosters. I'm with social media comedians doing media. I'm like Eddie Murphy Raw, preaching the encyclopedia. This gon' hit like the media. Architect laid the blueprint. It's nothing you can do, pimp. I'm posted like the newsprint. Read it and weep. You was fleecing the sheep. I'm the goat they eat wolves. You nutrition in me. My electromagnetic signature is brilliant to see. Sound becoming light is religion in me. A vision to see. Ain't no poor righteous teacher shit. We get money quick as the street. Fuck you think is going on, boy? My kids gotta eat. We was flipping thoughts when you didn't know nothing. Way before tax set the tone with Joe Button. I was the first nigga on HOK with a hundred plus. Thousand, my nigga. It's nothing to discuss. You fuck with police. You won't get another chance to jerk me. I've been bubbling for a viral breakthrough like herpes. Yeah, past the corona. School of hard knocks diploma. We don't see eye to eye. You a worker. I'm a owner. You a house nigga. I'm not even in the field. I'm free. You have no idea how it feels to be me. I get paid to think. You can't tell me nothing, partner. Information change. Your Bitcoin is my big dollar. Your whole platform look like niggas going wild. Dodging bars like niggas blowing trial. At 13, I was a father, my position got different, you see I taught these little niggas how to G I learned it wasn't the white man killing niggas, it was 
was me, my image, my likeness, my shine, the brightest, leading my soldiers to their death like Leonidas on the block, fiending for fiends to cop you the joker, more than fiends, fiend for the rock, worse than the smoker, I had a Lexus, adopted Anna, then had Tony, then God arranged for us to meet Ikdo, asked Tony, he said, listen, I know you was bred to love crime, but you come from an old negative bloodline. I understand your stance, so I'ma give you one more chance. But you gotta change your life and heal the world with plants. They say nothing stays the same as. It's getting kinda strange. It's got you feeling crazy. The situation's life changing. Say nothing stays the same as. It's seeming kinda strange. Got you feeling crazy. The situation's life changing. Uh, some fam is talking suicide. Others operations and more medicine to survive. If I could lose the sky, for dreams the truth would hide. Your schemes to crucify my kings and euthanize my queens. We struggle daily against ops. We don't even see them saying health is wealth. I reminisce and at a mausoleum ain't even the move, God. We do this too often. Spinning in place like this was foosball. We ain't moving forward. Wait, nah. Some of us is doing that, some of us align our spiritual up with the truest black Some will stay 100 through the dark and have your truest back Even in a skirmish with your brother, some will move attack Respect fam, after that you should respect man The price of life has gotten deeper than some can spam Denetta Roo is an expression of the science as above So below, change your life when you apply that You say nothing stays the same as It's getting kinda strange it's got you feeling crazy. The situation's life changing. Say nothing stays the same as. It's seeming kinda strange. It's got you feeling crazy. The situation's life changing. You say nothing stays the same as. It's getting kinda strange. It's got you feeling crazy. The situation's life changing. Say nothing stays the same as It's seeming kinda strange It's got you feeling crazy The situation's life changing Yo A.A. Rashid is with Griselda Oh, it's about to It's that time to start robbing niggas now If I jack polite for them cars You know how he go He's stunting rentals I might get knocked by the repo, plus he's snitching. That's new cars and probation. I'ma have to rob Sarnetta old ass for them YouTube donations. Once I start robbing niggas, you gon' see the bitch come out rich. He gon' try to hide behind Cambada and Professor Griff. For real. Add more niggas to the pot, that's how you spoil thieves. I'm taking Cam CD money and so lay royalties. Rich gon' try to call the pills over this pistol shit. But that's only gon' get them niggas robbed for all that crystal shit. Rich gon' call Supernova next, but I can handle the ball. I wait for him to go over. And sneak rob his store. I ain't tussling with that nigga. He got a couple screws loose. For real. King Simon is a puppy. He the conscious blue screws. Nah, he a big dog and the elder, so I'm sorry, bro. But you and Lloyd laying down for that numerology, though. This ain't serious. Being conscious can make you delirious. So we live and have fun, but I'm just saying, son. Shit get different when the rabbit got the gun. This ain't serious. Being conscious can make you delirious. delirious So we live and have fun But I'm just saying, I'm son just saying. Shit get different when the rabbit got the Mama gun Mama Pill gon' call me on the phone Like Inky, Inky what's, what's up? up? Uh, I'ma just rush her 
the phone and send up. I hope Rizzy 19 and Ben don't think I'm funny. I'm tying them Muslim niggas up for that bean pie money. We kidnapping Wesley for ransom like a movie. He got it. Farrakhan, fuck around and say keep him. We got Nuri Muhammad. Billy Carson, brand new. Building this bag, but I'm a pistol with that nigga. He be stealing my swag. If you waiting for me to rob Unk and Chief, you don't know streets. It's way too much heat trying to rob the police. Now when I catch Jabari slipping, you gon' think I'm tripping. I'm giving my